What's up, everybody? This is Brian with the Sideline Junkies, and it is time for me to do the 2018 Buffalo Bills season in review. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time to get into the nitty gritty as the 2018 regular season comes to a close. Um, this year, the Buffalo Bills will not be a part of the playoffs after last year ending their uh, 17-year drought. I believe the last time they were in the playoffs before uh, the previous season was January of 2000. So, I believe it was January 8th, 2000. Um, last year, losing to the Jaguars in a wild card round in Jacksonville to, guess who, Doug Marone. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, 10-3 which was a horrible offensive game. Um, I'm not going to dwell on that too much. Horrible uh, game offensively. Uh, we watched Blake Bortles run around in that AFC wildcard game last year like he was Tony Dorsett, uh, and the Bills could do nothing about it. So they lose the playoff game last year um, after getting help to get into the playoffs. You know, nonetheless, it's still a playoff berth. You feel like the team's headed in the right direction. Um, If you're realistic about what has to be done on the football field and the the things you need to win, you know as a Buffalo Bill fan last year at the playoffs, Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor couldn't be your starting quarterback going into the 2018 campaign. So... No problem. Let's take care of that. Tyrod Taylor's gone. They sent him to to the Browns. Okay, fine. But now you leave a hole at quarterback. And if you listen to the Sideline Junkies podcast before, you know I harp on. And in, in any any NFL person to tell you that you have to have something behind center to take you to the next level to to win you games. You just can't plug and play there you can plug and play a guard on a good offensive line you can plug and play a corner here and there sometimes depending on how strong your defense is quarterback is not that position so let's back it up a little bit um after that playoff loss it seemed like the bills took a couple more losses um they lost eric wood which were great offensive linemen, gritty, tough. Um, he had news that he had a degenerative neck problem, which he's forced into retirement. So not much you could do there. You know, you're talking about somebody's health, somebody's well-being. You know, he has to do what's best for him. But then on top of that, all the incognito issues and him retiring and changing his mind and, ah, the the it was an incident also in the in a wild card game where um well, one of the defensive end for Jacksonville said that he was using racial slurs towards him. So you had that whole incognito mixing bowl. And they get out, he 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 leaves. He he he's gone. So now you have two offensive linemen. We're not just talking about regular offensive line. We're talking about anchors that make 
the wheels go on your offense. The reason why the Russian attack can go the way it went the last couple seasons because of these two guys. So now, on top of losing Tarah Taylor, well, not losing, you, you know you can't win with him going forward. You know this is the highest level you're going to get with Tarah Taylor, him barely leading you your team to 9-7, and seven, maybe 10-6, and six, and getting bounced out the first round. That's not what you build teams for. That's I hope that's not what you build teams for. Um, but so you lose three pieces on offense, just a, a, a snap of a Thanos finger. You lose three pieces on offense, three key pieces. So now those places have to those those players have to be replaced. And you just don't go on the street and find Eric Wood or Richie Incognito. And, and as much hell as I given Terod Teller, you just don't go on the street and find Terod Teller either. So now we um, we go into you know off season and um, you know quarterbacks um, as far as you know draft wise are starting to shape up. Who's you know Baker's starting to you know take the leap that he's probably the better quarterback of the draft, followed by Sam Donald. Then you got the Joshes in there. And then, you know, people were unsure about Lamar Jackson, which is he's starting a home playoff game. I just want, you know, knock on wood. But, um, you know, everything, they're starting to tape into shape. So now, what do the Bills do at quarterback? I'm going to tell you what they're going to do at quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to go get them Mr. Josh Allen from Wyoming. Big, strong-arm quarterback um, that has a lot of potential, a lot of upside. But upside means nothing if you don't have the right people surrounding him. So let's let's dial it back a little bit. Um, another loss that they took on the defensive side uh, they lost EJ Gaines and free agency. So, um, who did they bring in to fill that void? Vontae Davis. And we all know how that worked out, Mr. Retired Halftime. And just wasn't filling it anymore. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So, um, I kind of knew uh, on defense, I kind of felt this, and we I talked about it earlier in our um, – when we started our NFL podcast earlier in the season, I felt like this was going to be Kyle Williams last year. So, you know, he was getting older. He's been he's been running for a while. And um, even though I was bracing myself for that, it still hurt to see him go. So, um, you know, I, I sent my farewell off to him uh, on a, one of the last podcasts, but I'm going to do it again. Thank you for all you've done for Buffalo. Greatly appreciated, Kyle. And um, you're going to ride off into the sunset. Definitely he should be uh, um, in the ring of honor in Buffalo. So look forward to that. that sorry we couldn't win for you. You know, it's, that's that's the only thing I hate that he couldn't get him. You know, you saw the emotion when uh, 
the Bills were watching the Cincinnati game last year, last season in the locker room, which propelled them to the playoffs. And it just tells you how much he loves that city. So, um, going on to the off season, um, Bills were busy. The first two days of free agency, they got AJ McCarron. Uh, I always pronounce his name wrong. Star Lutelele. I think that's how you say his name. Got Trent Murphy, um, Bush, Julian Stanford. Um, they signed Chris Ivory, uh, the center, Bodine, uh, offensive tackle, Newhouse. They got Phillip Gaines, a cornerback. So they were making some moves in free agency. You know what I'm saying? Not, no, no big names there. But it, you hoping you're putting the right pieces together. You, you, you know, you, you're adding the seasoning to the soup, and it's gonna taste good when it comes out. So, um, you had the incident in the off season with Zay, Zay Jones in L.A., um, where it was an incident that claims he was running around naked and out of control. So, you know, Bills had a very, very, you know. Interesting offseason, you know. Like I said, Richie Incognito retired. Like I said, that whole situation, he agreed to take a play cut, then he didn't, and he retired. And then it was just like, ah, please leave. So then here comes the draft, and of course, like I said, Baker, you know, pushed himself out to be number one, you know, kind of head of the class. Um, then Darnold. And then um, the Bills moved up to number seven and selected Josh Allen. And I was on the fence on the Joshes because you had Josh Allen and Josh Rosen. So the Buffalo Brass felt like Josh Allen was the better pick. And um, also they traded up to number 16 to get Tremaine Edmonds, which he turns out to be a monster. That's a home run pick right there. Um, believe he just won AFC Defensive Player of the Month this month. So, yeah. Just got to get some more pieces. That's it. Um, so, they lose Brandon Brandon Bean. He was fired. Um, I'm sorry. Not Brandon. Russ Brandon. I'm sorry. Russ Brandon was fired. Um, he had been with the team for a long time. So, you know, things are shaking up. And, you know, you're wondering, can this team get back to the playoffs? Because now that's the bench. You know, you don't want to keep have to reset and restart. And I feel like if you got the right system and the right playmakers in place, even though Buffalo lost a lot, like I said, offensive line is, you know, if you can't handle the trenches, you, you, you can't win games in the NFL. So... Um, you had the McCoy, the Shady McCoy offseason drama. Like, for this team, I just don't feel like, you know, it's too much going on off the field for a team that's not winning. You know, unfortunately, winning, you know, when you're winning, you tolerate a lot more stuff. But with this team not winning, a little bit too much going on for me as far as off the field issues. So, um, then we come to the start of the season. Um, 
Josh Allen comes in. Um, <laughs> um, and a blowout loss to the Ravens in week week one. So, and what's frustrating to me is why. And I, I guess we'll get to this as I'm progressing through the season. But I don't even know how the McDermott and you know the, the brass to be thought Nathan Peterman could win you anything. He, he shown what he was up until that point, up until week one. And this whole, you know, the rookie got to earn his way stuff, BS. I want the best player under center, the best player that's going to win me games. All this, you know, you're a rookie, you got to earn your due. You know, if this rookie can help me win games now, I need him in the game. So... Um, you know, they go through all these QBs, AJ McCurran, they trade him and Matt Barkley, they got Derek Anderson, which is 10 years too late. Um, you know, and, you know, the offense is looking, you know, like it, like you probably expected it to, to look. It's, it's shaky. It's shaky at best. You know, they opened week one, 47-3 to the Ravens. Uh, they dropped that game. Um, the next week, 31-20 to to the Chargers. Uh, Josh Allen, 245, a touchdown. Um, and then guess what, week three? They had a surprising, well, then it was surprising. We wouldn't know how bad the Vikings would be struggling <laughs> until later on in the season. Right? They beat the Vikings 27-6. to Twenty-seven to six. So, you know, you're like, oh, you know, that, okay, you know, they, they're, you know, they're one and two. They got a, a win over, which a lot of people thought at the time was a, you know, Super Bowl contender. You know, I think for the Vikings signing Kirk Cousins to the guaranteed deal was kind of Super Bowl or bust, NFC Championship game or bust for them. So, um, on the week four. They dropped to the Packers 22 to nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, Josh Allen, 151, zero TDs. By this time, y- y- you kind of see some, you-, you see the potential in him. You see what he could do. You can see the arm. But it's nobody to throw the ball to. Nobody to throw the ball to. The running game isn't productive. Look, Sean McCoy this week had 24 rushing yards. And like I said, you lose incognito and you lose wood. Those two huge pieces. You know, you're not your ship's not gonna run the same when you lose that much meat. So, you know, um I thought that maybe with losing those two guys that Maybe they should have drafted an old lineman, but you can't say that now because, I mean, you can't say that then either because you need to help on defense with Edmonds. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. You just, you know, you got to take what you can get with that. Um, but as the season progressed along, um, I go through this real quick. Week five, uh, they beat the Titans 13-12. 
they lost the next week, week six. Um, I believe that the week six game was uh, Josh Allen was hurt. I think that was a week six game. Bear with me. Yeah, weeks. I think really week six game because the week seven, uh, Derek Anderson started and they dropped it to the Colts, thirty-seven to five. So uh, they dropped to the Patriots, twenty-five to six. The Bears, forty-one to nine in week nine. Um, then they come out, forty-one to ten, week ten win over the Jets. Josh Allen. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Matt Barkley's game. Two hundred thirty-two yards, two TDs. So kind of had the Jets. Um, by, by the skinnies on that game. Um, guess who comes back to, to week 12? By week, Josh Allen, I believe, resting his elbow, trying to get right, gets to play. Jalen Ramsey missed the mouth of the South and take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, and if you're not familiar with that, uh, Mr. Ramsey called Allen trash. So, you know, Josh just came out with a buck 60 and, and a TD to lead the Bills to a 24 to 21 victory. So that was good to see. Um, Josh Allen had 99 yards rushing in a TD in that game. So uh, also uh, Foster had 94 yards uh, and a TD. He was the top receiver for Buffalo. Um, next week, week 13, a loss to the Dolphins, 21 to 17. Then they lose to the Jets, 27 to 23. Beat the Lions, 14 to 13 in week 15. Uh, lose to the Patriots again, 24 to 12. And then the last game of the season, blow out the Dolphins 42-17. So, um, that right there for me, uh, that last blowout game, um, it was it, nice to end on a positive note. Dolphins weren't playing for anything. Um, but here's what Buffalo has to do going into the 2018-2019 season. to the 2018-2019 uh, campaign, here's what has to happen for me. And before I, before I go into this, um, what I would like to see them draft, um, maybe who I would like to see them bring in, um, I just want to say, like, I respect the history of the NFL. I respect the history of Buffalo. And, you know, I'm tired of living in the glory glory days, the glory days past. I'm tired of the fondest memory being the Frank Wright comeback against the Oilers. And for you kids that don't know, they are now the Tennessee Titans, the Houston Oilers. Um, I'm tired of, you know, I, I, I personally, I cannot even get through the first two minutes of lost rings, Buffalo Bills. Like It just, it hurts too much to watch that. Um, I just can't do it. But I am about making new memories and taking the Patriots off the top of the mountain because they've been there for the, since 2000. Um, it's, it's time to win. It, 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 without, you know, going into some long spiel or whatever. It's time to win. It's time to put something together. It's time to start making the playoffs and get back to where we need to be. So 
so we can create new memories and we don't have to keep posting the comeback or the, you know, whatever else you want to post, you know, the Jim Kelly days, Thurman, those guys, they were a hell of a players. Their time is over. And for us not have to won anything since then, it's just downright pathetic. And it's, it's bad, bad, bad decisions all across the board, bad team building. Um, so it's time for that to change. How do we change that in 2018 season, the 2018-19 season? Here's what you have to do. You have to address your offensive line issues. Okay? And you also have to address a playmaker at wide receiver. Now, I've always been one to say that one can't go without the other. It's like peanut butter and jelly. If you got a good quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, if you got these guys, they can make receivers great because that's what they expect of them. They have they hold people to a high expectations. So But on the flip side, when you got Julio Jones, A.J. Green, Amari Cooper, it makes your job so much easier as a QB, as Dak Prescott. The team did a 180 when they got Amari Cooper. It's a whole new offense. But here's what I'm saying. Zay Jones looks like he, you know, he could be doing something. You know, Foster. I'm hoping personally that We've seen the last of Shady McCoy and Charles Clay in Buffalo Bills uniforms. Like, I'm tired of holding on to people that don't produce. I need production. Um, it's time to follow the trend of the league. You can find running backs a dime a dozen now. So, unless, you know, this guy's Ezekiel Elliott, which, which Shady isn't, um, you know, I'm trying to uh, talk early. Adrian Peterson and Saquon Barkley. This isn't this this isn't this isn't shady. You know, he's not he's not that generational talent. Even with the bad offensive line, I'm still saying that we can find other 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 people back there to make that go. So I'm looking for some young bodies back in the backfield, and they need some some type of threat receiving tight end they need to go get Josh Allen his pairing partner for the next five to ten years Josh is only going to get better he got he has the arm strength he's out there running for I don't want to see him get 99 yards every week I want to see him you know run when he has to which he does a really good job of he knows when to take off you know what I'm saying? He uses his legs wisely, gets down, doesn't take too many hits. You know, perfect. You know, he's, he seemed like he, you know, you know, built for Buffalo. Fine. Cool. Get him some help. He needs some help. This team, 6-10 and 10 this year. Uh, the end of the season grade I gave them last year when they made the playoffs was a C plus. I cannot do that this year. This year I'm going to give them a D plus. Because you made the playoffs last year. So if I if I gave you a C plus making the playoffs, 
definitely not going to give that to you this year. Even with the bright spots, I can't do it. So, I think one uh, the other thing that, that's peanut butter and jelly that goes one without the other is defense and offense. Buffalo, total yards defense number two. 4,706 yards. They allow 2,867 passing and 1,800 yards rushing. So, overall, I think the defense did a really good job um, for, for, for anybody who wants the exact numbers. That's 16th. They finished in rushing yardage allowed and actually number one in passing yardage allowed. So, it tells you a lot. They allow 23.4 points a game. But my thing is, if you can get a consistent offense that can start moving the ball up and down the field, they go hand in hand. When you have to keep three and out and three and out and, and you put more pressure on the defense to, to stay on the field, to make stops and make plays, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see these, these little fluctuation in numbers. Um, but not, not too bad. Not too bad on defense. You know, you got to replace Kyle Williams, of course. You got to replace Kyle Williams. And I think you should always be looking for quick, athletic monsters and linebacker. Okay, you got to deal with Rob Gronkowski, you know, a couple more years. You know, he's no spring chicken either. Uh, You got to deal with Drake in Miami. You got to deal with the Jets. So, you know, if you can find you another... Uh, uh, Tremont, Tremont Edmonds, then <laughs> you know, but you got to replace Kyle. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm really, I, I want them to focus on the offensive side of the ball. If they don't draft anything on defense, I'm okay with that. If they want to bring some guys up, you know, if somebody's ready. You know, they have a defensive tackle that's ready to step up and, and take that spot. I'm fine with that. Go get you some solidified offensive line. Go get you a playmaker. Now, you know, rumor has it that Antonio Brown might be on the market. Do you go get Antonio Brown? I don't know. Does he want to come to Buffalo? I, I don't know. You know, um, who knows? But... These are all questions that that have to be answered. So for me, um, in a season grade for defense, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them an A. I'm gonna get the defense an A in the in a season grade for the um, defense. I mean the offense. I think um, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a C. I'm gonna say a C. Um, For me, Brian, Sideline Junkies, that's my Buffalo Bills 2018 season and review on grades. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Looking forward to uh, bigger and better things from the team next year. Um, If you have any comments, you want to, you know, talk to me about anything I said about the uh, Bills season, you can reach me. My Twitter is BigB181, B-I-G-B-E-E-181 on Twitter. 
Uh, you can reach the Sideline Junkies page, Sideline Junkies podcast. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our email is sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we got the NFL playoffs upon us. Enjoy that. And I'll see y'all next time.